0: lovelies hello my lovelies welcome back to divas diamonds and dollars podcast you know this is the spot where we are going to tackle life with thick gloves and work boots because we're going to take a deep dive into i don't know really in this case supporting women with everyday choices and you know we have so many but divas diamonds and dollars podcast is about helping you live your best life and you know what your best life truly includes the best relationships and today's topic is one near and dear to my heart because i really i've said this 18 times i'm sure of it that i truly believe that we humans are social creatures and we need to do our part to make sure that we retain those social creatures. so today's topic gal pals bffs and partners in crime who loves you baby hmm so do you have a ride or die who's got your back? Someone you can call at 2 a.m. and know they're going to pick up the phone and not curse you out. I should have had that, not curse you out. <laughs> Someone who will take you to the airport, help you move, or in this case, help you hold a garage sale in 1,000 degrees, I'm telling you. So here's the scoop.
1: That might be going a little far. I don't, I, I, I yeah, that might be, that one might be going a little far. A garage sale? Bit. Yeah. In no,
0: the heat? Yeah, I don't know about the that. The moving. <laughs> I even had someone help me move, oh, so okay. that moving, those are things that make you cry, yeah. because you're out of your natural element, and unfortunately, it's usually it
1: the worst or the best.
0: <clears throat> Some heavy all that in involved, yeah, but it's someone you can giggle with when we're looking at the cute uh, guy that's helping you move. That didn't mm-hmm. hurt. <laughs> we had, well, I'm sorry, I slipped around the corner. What I wanted that's to say is... Good. That's all good. One thing that can sneak up on you as you get older is isolation and not just the COVID shelter in place kind of Mm -hmm. isolation. As you grow through life, you'll find that your needs and interests, they do change. And sometimes people who aren't growing with you can drift away or you may find out that you don't hang out as often as you used to. Now, relationships are important. And I think even more so as you grow older. And I'm just going to tell you that I didn't grab any water. (laughs) Excuse me. Um, So I actually uh, supervise a portfolio of senior housing for seniors 62 or older. And, you know, there are, it's many, multi-fold, if you will, obviously it's having enough money to support yourself or pay pay for a place to live. But when things happen, as they tend to do, as you become older, um, most, many of these residents do not have anyone to call. And we had a terrible, terrible maze terrible <clears throat> situation, um, medically related. And uh, there was no one for this person to call. Um, and so, you know, sometimes it becomes a tragedy. And so... Before we hang up the phone, we're not even on the phone, before we end this episode, I want you to really think about who's got your back. Um, families drift apart. We all hope that they stay together. So whether it's a family member, I hope it's a friend or loved one. Um, I want you to really think about it because again, you know we are hopefully still leaping tall buildings, taking on the world with one hand tied behind our back. But sometimes if push comes to shove that cape gets a few wrinkles and we might need some shoulder a shoulder to lean on so that's what we want to talk to you about today so Andy, who shall we jump right in i'm ready all right here's a scoop the the most basic how is your social life do, do you have a social life social life this means people in the surrounding kind of like situation, like around you, not, not solo. Um, We all like a quiet time, but sometimes, you know, think about it. If you're still on the job, do you have a work family? Um, Do you socialize regularly with friends? And I don't mean, I'm just talking non-pandemic type of socialization, right? Mm -hmm. You know, some people were lucky enough to be in a bubble and uh, carve out a bubble, which is a beautiful thing if you have someone. Um, But, you know, when you're not at work, because sometimes you're at work, these are the people that you talk to, maybe, maybe even look forward to talking to them. And maybe not. <laughs> you know, but sometimes you do. But you know, you're with people, you see people, you're around people. But you know, let's talk about the fun side of things and the serious type side of things. I guess that's what this convo is about. Um, do you even belong to any groups? I mean, who are you hanging out with? And I should have said, I said, you have a church family at work family. Do you have a church family? so i mean that is a source of support for many people as well but now cecilia you have i'm just gonna i know you appreciate me telling all your
1: business
0: (laughs) i feel like you have a a tv type relationship with your neighbors and best friends your besties because as i understand it um i don't know how long you guys have known each other was this the your, your your ride or die couple and are you guys socialized together you've even traveled together now that right there is the definition of a good friend that's right now was this from when you guys moved in or you met them otherwise so
1: um let me answer the latter part your, your first question i mean your last question then i'll touch on some of the other things you said because this is very important for sure believe it or not dear sister the introduction came from our father and um this lady worked with daddy at a school Mm. and he knew that and this is in springfield so you know it's not even necessarily where i live now but well yeah and so he thought they and i don't know if he had met her husband or not but he thought this was a nice lady. I think he knew they lived in the same city as us, and he actually had a barbecue to introduce us. Aww. so we we actually owe a great debt to our father, and uh, it's really amazing. So I'd say God must have planted that seed for that to happen, you know. So how long ago was that? At least. I well, I, I can actually say 21 years. Of what, uh, okay, I don't want to do public math here, but I know it's over 20 years, a little bit over 20 years. Uh, I do have a, <clears throat> a, a point where I could say exactly when it is, but I don't want to go there, but about 21 years, I think. So that's how we met. Now, it was a few years before we got to traveling together. Mm. And one thing I will say about this is, uh, one thing about friends, whether it's at work or after work, because, you know, sometimes you know, after work, you really don't want to have those same kind of friends. I, I don't know about everybody, but it's, it's the kind where you don't want to be talking about work in your evening or fun times, right? So one of the funny things to uh, talk about our couples and then this uh, social network is, you um, the husband and I were doing, we were actually in the same career field, not in the same organization. I mean, totally disconnected, but I knew a lot <laughs> about his organization. We knew about my organization just because of some of things he did. She was a teacher. And then my husband being retired, while he used to work where I worked, and so he could relate to at least three parts of the four, but they would kind of joke if we start talking about work in the evening. Okay, guys, you know, y'all, y'all not going there, but I never would bring up stuff. Generally, it was the husband. So, so anyway, that's kind of funny, you know, navigating that. But the other thing I want to talk about when you talk about work, because most of the people we're talking to are, are actually probably still in the workforce, is that we spend so much time at work, and you may sometimes, a lot of times, our social network is really that. And so we don't have a social network in the, you know, when you get away from work. So that's why I think this is important. And uh, with that, uh, so one of the things I realized now that I'm in my semi-retired phase is that, you know, you you spend all these years and you do, you you know, you have friends and associates. Uh, There are people who are very dear to me but, but I kept a, a line between us because it was a, um, for, for some of the people, you know, it was employee employer relationship, right. even though I cared a lot about them. And so you don't do some things. We would know about what's going on with each other, but you didn't socialize. Right, it. right. So then it becomes awkward when you are in your semi retirement phase for two reasons. One, if you have been in an influencing state, this is a part that no one tells you about it's uh but i but for my own personal when you've been used to influencing a lot of people and then all of a sudden you cut that cord mm. it it's a wake-up call it's something to reflect upon and it's something i try to share with people because i've read a lot of uh what do you do in the next phase of your life and no one really touches upon that so i i thought that works here with the work and social where you spend your time before now where are you spending your time it can cause those changes can cause you to become isolated if you don't work at it which is what we're going to talk about
0: it really can absolutely and to your point about the work family because I mean I've already said you are more than just your job title first of all Yeah, yeah and so once that I don't know, five o'clock whistle, buzzes, or whatever you want to call it, sounds. (laughs) You know, for me, the curtain comes down. I don't want to talk about work. I try very hard not to think about work. Um, So, you know, once I'm in my car, you know how you have a, when you close the car, when you close the car, when you shut the door in your car, and it's kind of like a little vacuum sound because... Maybe I'm thinking about the Jeep commercial. I don't know. But there's that little sound, like when they're talking about how quiet it is inside the car. That's what it is for me. When I get in the car, my brain is click, done. Which, you know, that's the dream. That's always the the reality. It doesn't happen, right. But, and then to your point about, you know, influencing people, like even in still, it's still when you're at work and you have someone uh, that you have an affinity with, and um, and maybe you don't have that uh, exchange where like you were the supervisor, now you're not the supervisor. And of course, as you say, you still care about this person and you have um, connections outside of work. And then that person still calls you even though they have another supervisor, right? So for me, I'm, I'm, I don't have a lot of, I have a lot of acquaintances I do not have a lot of two o'clock in the morning calls, which is why you get them to see you. But um, mm. anyway, um, what i I want to say? Where was I going with it? Oh, booger bear. <clears throat> um, and well, I will just, I lost my train of thought, but what I wanted to say is that acquaintances are not the same, time, same thing as, and that's my own dictionary, are not the same thing as friends. Acquaintances, you know, you can hold polite conversation, you can share some laughs, but you know, At the end of the evening or afternoon, when it's over, it's over. And it's like, you know, you're on into, you know, those other 18,000 things that you have on your mind. But, you know, a friend is someone, you know, you know the relationships, you know the family members, usually, sometimes. Um, Like I said, if someone gets sick or needs something, or even if you're just going to go out and about, this is the person. And I'm hoping everyone has a person or five, however however many it needs to be, I don't Mm -hmm. know. But ask yourself, when is the last time you had some fun? What's that spell? Well, let's talk about it. So, you know, fine dining with friends. I I had a point in my life where I would actually go to the restaurant by myself. It took me a minute to get there and I would go and I would sit. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I don't do that anymore for who knows what particular reason, probably because I'm out in the cuts right now. and There is nowhere to eat, but maybe. But, you know, it's as it's, food tastes better with friends, when's the last time you went out and break bread with somebody? Or how about some Unrestricted laughter. First of all, a big belly laugh. However graceful it may or may not sound, because sometimes I don't know if I actually snort, <laughs> but I know I get to a wheeze. If I'm having a good laugh, it turns into a wheeze. Oh, wow. Oh,
1: wow. But
0: um, you know, let loose at a comedy club, or you know, watch a comedic movie, or something. You know, with some friends, you got to laugh about it. And there, you know, and, and despite what we've clawed our way out of recently, there are still things to laugh about. And it's nicer when you can laugh with friends right. and you don't have to be a jokester. Because uh, whenever I tell a, I try and tell a joke, my son will talk bad about me when I try and tell a joke, because I'm the person who's going to mess up the punchline. But you know, you have to either. Uh, I know. in our DNA, but I'm not the, the joke Yeah. <clears throat> and you know, how about, I, you know, some networking or whatever you know, again, those might come in the heading of acquaintances, but you know, you don't know what it might turn into. So go out and meet and greet, find some peoples, rub shoulders, have a good time. When's the last time you
1: asked? Before you get off that point, though, I do want to say, because we both said we're not jokesters or the comedians, but I do know we have funny stories that make us laugh. Oh no! So, absolutely, yeah. I can't so
0: tell a joke. That's
1: right. You know, we do have funny story, and every now and then, I know. Sometimes I'll come up with something, you know, people laugh, and it's like, you know, you're you're laughing because other people are laughing, so that's a good thing.
0: Yeah, you know, I actually, again, I'm not, I'm not a comedian. Wouldn't call myself a comedian. I do think I have a good sense of humor, but it's a dry sense of humor. So you kind of have to quote unquote get me. I know what I was going to say in my other point, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I love making people laugh. So yeah. sometimes yeah. I'll get into a role but uh i wanted to say that i think i'm probably an acquired taste that's what i was gonna say and some people get me some people don't but um this particular person i was talking about um you know somebody i call them like when some people want to adopt me right it's because i know they get me and they they care and they they you know feel whatever they feel um but yeah it's nice to be it's nice to be adopted and you don't know who you're going to be adopted by i had a client. actually met met at a networking event. Did I just use the word networking? So we met at a networking event and he always kept in touch because in that place, I, in that particular time, I was able to, um, I had, a, I was supervising another portfolio. And so I, you know, I gave him some contracts. Uh, he has a janitorial company. And so, you know, he was, he was overly appreciative. He always wanted to take me out to lunch and say, thank you. I'm like, so not necessary. <laughs> because he's very, he's very caring, but he doesn't talk. And then I don't talk. And then we just kind of sitting there we talked about an awkward moment, but I appreciate his appreciation. Mm-hmm. And it turned out, you know, we've, we've stayed in touch over the years. I sold him his first ha- um, his uh, first investment property, which was when I chicken dinner, he's still happy. That's the best kind of client, but, um, you know, he still calls and checks up on me. He likes to send those, um, listen. Okay. I know I wander but when I was in that other job and you know how vendors will say thank you with Christmas gifts
1: mm-hmm.
0: well I must have looked like I needed it because he would always give me alcohol <laughs> so I'm not much of a drinker and then I had like all he would every year he gave me some like he gave me like I don't know a gift pack of tequila one day he gave me a monster bottle of I think it's sky vodka I took years for that to open only until I had a housewarming party did I open that but Anyway, you don't know who's gonna be in your corner, but I bet I could call him and ask him for help and he would help because he's just that, he's a good person. Um, And peripherally, as I tend to digress, he actually went to visit his family in Nepal and he got stuck over there because of the COVID crisis in India. He got stuck for like two months and I reached out to find out, but luckily he said he's able to fly home this Friday, but he's been gone a lot longer than he intended, I know. But, you know, because he adopted me, if you will, you know, it's, it's reciprocal. I do care. And so I did feel okay reaching out. Hey, haven't heard from you. Are you back? Are you okay? Nice. So anyway, listen, <clears throat> you don't know where the friends are going to come from. Just be open. I okay. always tell you one world, one love. Yeah. So here's the other one thing that happens. Are you an empty nester or about to be? Oh no, wait, wait a minute. Can you, can you hold a point here, sister? Yeah. Girl, you girl. On a roll you on a roll, but
1: you, you know I don't want to try to remember all the points I'm supposed to come back to. <laughs> so uh, fine dining. Uh, you, you, you notice you ever looked at the girlfriend movies uh, Once, I mean not necessarily where you looked at them, but just when they're advertised they look so inviting right? Uh, they look funny. And uh, I think that's kind of one of those movie star things. I, you know what? I need to go sit with a group of sisters, you know? That's what we're talking about, sisters, you know? Sisters, sisters, group, fine dining, laughing. Because, and you know, maybe the guys do, but I suspect the women probably have a better time. At it.
0: When you- I cannot picture guys just hanging out around the dinner table laughing. Right. Maybe in laughing. the a sports bar, but anyway, go ahead.
1: Right, but I, I think sisters- Sitting together would have a lot to talk about, and so and maybe you need to be the one—not you particularly—but I know sometimes I've been invited to things that I haven't necessarily joined, but I have been invited. That when I went, I felt bad. I was glad I did. But oh, absolutely. We all have so a story. Busy, we just don't go. So I, I wanted to share that because I saw I, this is an advertisement. I haven't seen it, but uh it's it's, um talking on tv and it's called sisterhood and gratitude so that alone had a a good title and uh the subtitle says something about if not for my girls stories of women who support and uplift uh, and cheer each other through it all that's what we're talking about that's what you and i try to share with people so i just thought that was a a, you know a little punchline i haven't seen the show but but it did uh, catch my attention, and then another thing um, on the networking, which we always talk about, and sometimes we and I'm glad you brought up outside a career, even though there was your your business aspect. But it's so true that we have to nurture the networking aspect. Yeah. Sometimes we meet somebody. And then because it's outside of work, we don't continue it. I've had that, obviously. And so for me, it goes back to that mindfulness and intention of reaching out, like you said, just hey, haven't heard, how how are you? You know, how are things? Because um, it's just a thought, let somebody know you're thinking about them. But to me, the takeaway is we actually get something out of that. Oh, it's enriching Um, for sure. Yeah, you know, it's find that common bond that uh, you may even talk to somebody, let's say outside of a work, but guess what? We all go home and do similar things. Might be something in the garden, might be something that happened at the store and somebody just says, hey, guess what happened to me today? And you know what? Sometimes that's all we need is that little, you know, little connection. A
0: spark. Right. Up. Yeah, okay.
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's, that's that human element part. So, all right
0: so actually two things on that i will say that talk about things that happen and what i don't have what i don't have in my notes first of all don't wait for someone else to make the first move Mm -hmm. you know and and that i think really holds us back from some very wonderful relationships it's like sitting at home you know a watch phone never rings Mm -hmm. and um so you cannot i recommend that you don't always wait for someone to make the first move. And a matter of fact, if you, especially when you go out networking, say hi first, because Mm -hmm. that other person is gonna be so grateful. Oh, phew, someone's speaking to me. I don't have to stand here like a dork, right? Um, And one thing that I know I don't have, and I'm gonna have it here somewhere, is that um, to your point about things that happen. So I moved to this neighborhood, it will be actually three years in uh, September, number one, and then number two, you know, I lost a whole year with the shelter in place. And so I, again, it is gonna take me a minute to do some reconnections, although we did the whole virtual thing, we didn't talk about that. Either. <laughs> so, all these things are not in my notes. Um, but anyway, they're important, but I, I prefer the in-person kind of connection. Thank you. But one thing I did do, and one thing I do recommend to start with is there's an app called Door. And that is, um, you know, it's supposed to be geographically related to your, like your block or your, one um, of those things called subdivision, um, you know, and so you have some commonalities and so you don't tell your own lifestyle and there, please don't, that's dangerous. But, you know, for example, I, I, you know, like when you buy a house, you just do everything. It's like, oh my gosh, I got to make it perfect. I got to make it perfect now. So I, I put some retaining wall bricks around the tree in the front to enclose some roses, which are finally coming in looking very full. And I was out there working in the yard one day and I turned around and I did a double take someone's been stealing my bricks I was just heartbroken Mm. and again not I I know probably five people in town maybe six at this point but I went on next door and I posted about it and you know I got a lot of caring concern advice and you know comments or whatever and again I I don't I'm not on next door as much as I used to when I first started but you know I, I do check in and work for the notifications and I respond and this that and other you get a little back and forth but it felt like a connection is where I was going with it right. so you're not alone and you're having this crisis and you're like who walked into my yard and stole my right. Right. That, that's a great to, for you to share that because people go through crisis all the time and don't talk to anybody so it's been it's been quite something and mm-hmm. to who, and to who, um, are you an empty nester? And what does that mean? And what does that feel like? First of all, I want to stop the partying, rearranging all the furniture, redecorating, because now you have the house to yourself. Um, you know, I think that it definitely will cause you to redefine your role, if you will. You're definitely your day-to-day activities once your little chicks spread their wings and fly away, Right. Um, hopefully they'll still be in touch. Tough with boys, but you know, hopefully.
1: Right, boys are
0: tough for sure. You know, find some new hobbies, make some new friends. Anything besides waiting for the phone to ring. Now, if you are, you know, a helicopter parent, especially, and then the kids grow up and then you don't have anyone to hover over, whoo! It is going to be a big difference for you. But so you, are def- this is where you're definitely going to be. I'm going to say proactive, right, in right. carving out a new identity for yourself. Hopefully. Again, I've always said you're you're more than your titles. You're more than the I don't know supervisor. You're more than the mom. Um, you know you've got you've got some hopes and dreams. They don't they don't just sputter away once the kids leave home. We hope not. Um, mm-hmm. You know, rekindle that romance of you in the relationship. That's called a naughty wink, in case you couldn't tell. Um, or you know, find time to take that great vacation. You know the. Act of planning a vacation is a stress reliever. And So how much more so than actually taking the vacation, right? Um, check some items off your bucket list. You know, there are a bunch of things you can do to stay in trouble. I, I'm in trouble all the time. So, well, my kids have been gone a while, so I've, I've had lots of practice over the years. But, you know, sure, there may be tears when you pack them off to college or when you pack them off to their new home. Although... I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm speaking TV type empty nest because as stories tell, you know, it's kind of a revolving door. Sometimes they leave, they come back, they come back and they leave or whatever, or or maybe they stay with you longer, but hang in there. Sometimes they do leave. You, you will actually get the house back to yourself. So it's not all bad. Sometimes it is mean, a positive, you know, it's a cycle of life. Mm-hmm. Now, luckily I know Cecile. Your kids are close to you, where you can see them on a more regular basis. Mine happen to live out of state, so not as often as we would like. But let's see. Well, I, like, I, I would say that your kids flew the coop earlier than mine, since there's a couple of years. How does that? What did you think about it? Where you, did you have a heavy adjustment, or what was it like for you? I did. I did. Yeah. the
1: the empty nester from children leaving Under your everyday, that is definitely an emotional event. Mm -hmm. Uh, I do remember that. And uh, it took, it really, I I mean, I functioned, I did things, but it was truly an emotional event. Mm -hmm. Uh, and, And part of the reason is so I have two children. So it was an emotional event when the first one left. And then When the second one left with the age difference of five and a half years, you sort of have that, they're still there and you're still doing that nurturing kind of thing. Although my daughter is the oldest, so I did always talk to her. Um, as we do today, versus the son, you know, they're not now you're poke prod, are you alive? So mm-hmm. um, but so to answer you, there is such a thing about empty nesters that. Even just yesterday I was talking to a lady, and um, it's funny having been through it and I can advise other people, but you know, husbands and wives partners kind of got different opinions about this for mm-hmm. sure. It's um, yeah. Well, I'm gonna go live where they live. Well, maybe you don't need to do that, you know. Oh my so, god. Say, usually it's the mothers, not usually the fathers. Although there's been times I've seen that happen. So then So that's one thing I wanted to mention about that, but um, I hope that knocking is not coming through, but I can hear it. So anyway, service workmen here. But the other thing um, today, and obviously in some time period, my day is full. And I asked myself, my gosh, you know, when you become an empty nester, just because the advice is like we're talking, go get something to do. And I find it's like, how could I take care of the stuff I was taking care of before? How did I go to all the games? How did I go to all the school events? But uh, I, you said something a bit ago about that life cycle. Mm-hmm. That's that's true, I believe. Uh, that that's you know, those are our journeys. Those are our chapters. And so we do go through things. And then, um, church. If you if you belong to a church, you can fill up your time with that and so the one thing I wanted to kind of relate like you mentioned earlier so I had a guy who was one of my supervisors but he also went to my church Mm. and I always tried to make sure to keep things somewhat separate but uh, but the whole thing about that is he also worked for my husband like earlier years. So here we have this long lasting relationship. Thankfully, he's such a wonderful person. will not ever do anything. Um, So while he was an employee, meaning I supervised him, he was also a supervisor. But, you know, if I needed help, you know, again, I guess a little whatever. It's knowing how to reach out to people, keep it on the right level so that you can you know, and it may not be somebody retired, maybe just going to another organization, how people view that. So we, we go through, we all go through a lot of things trying to navigate our relationships. Absolutely. You know, sure. Our we social, our social, our socialized. And uh, so now it's just a, hey, it's just a church thing. I can talk to him online, and it's all good. Although he still sort of keeps some of that different, you know, whatever, but but we do talk more now. So uh, I think the whole thing about it's all the psychological, emotional events that we go through. And sometimes, you know, it's probably we put ourselves more out there in some ways than what we need to. I, I think what you always, I always told people about my sister, who was the adventurer. I said say my <laughs> sister every year was going to do something on her birthday she even got me with her on one of these that i you know it was one of my lifetimes we
0: days. have to yeah. talk about those birthday adventures one day that might be That's right, good right. so i yes, yeah,
1: yeah, <laughs> yes do that bucket list do the thing you know the great vacation i'm i'm right there with you with all that you have to make your fun
0: you do so again you know, however different many ways we say it, we cannot wait for life to happen to us. We have to go out and create the life that we want. And in this particular case, when we're talking about your gal pals and BFFs and, you know, ride or die, that, you know, I can just picture, I don't know, there's probably been some, some, you know, we always relate to the movie, to the big screen or whatever, but, you know, when you think about it, I mean, that would just be amazing whether, and I'm, I don't drink coffee, so I'm really not going to invite someone over. No, I'll come over and have some coffee, whatever. But, you know, the person who comes to your back door kitchen, if that's how your house is designed, I'm just saying, I watch too much TV, <laughs> you can tell, but I'm saying when you have that person who can just come in, or, I don't know about, I see people on TV and like when they just come in and open the fridge, I don't know if I need a friend, like, no open my fridge, you better get out of my fridge. Um, do you need something? I'm happy to get it for you. Right, but right. I'm just saying, the person who feels, you know, when you guys are close enough to you know, you can do the whole shoulder thing, or you certainly want to greet them with a hug or whatever. Those kind of relationships are, are important because first of all, touch is important too. So Mm -hmm. don't wait, go out and create that life that you want. And so I cannot emphasize enough how important it is, if I may, to give you some reminders. Uh, And the first thing is keep in touch because we're all, we're, Most of us. I don't want to generalize. I do that a lot. I was going to say we're all busy. We're not all busy, but you know, maybe you're busy. I know I'm busy. Um, and that person over there may or may not be, but how nice is it that someone was thinking of you? Even if you get a silly text, I prefer that you pick up the phone, but you know, I'm telling you texts have ruined our lives, but it is better than nothing. But still, um, reach out to the friend you haven't talked to in a while. I bet you could still pick up where you left off and have one of those big belly laughs. Those are the best kind, especially when you have um, shared memories in the past or whatever, You know, when you reminisce or come back and don't stay in the past. I mean, you can create some new ones, but I'm just saying, if you have not talked to someone in a while, go ahead and make the move. It's just like when you're walking by and you see someone, if you're out and about, say hi first. Mm -hmm. We need peoples. We need them. Even though, yeah, that other chapters that can be very irritating, but generally speaking, we need some people. Now, okay, depending on where you live, it may or may not be easy to come into contact with people on a regular basis. So I already told you about the Nextdoor app. Go to nextdoor.com so you can find the neighborhood, the Next Door in your neighborhood. That's a starting place. And some of those people do keep in touch. Like When I had my garage sale, I advertised on there and I recognized some of my neighbors coming by. Probably just want to see what I had. But anyway, um, but also meetup.com. Meetup is built around people who have shared interests. There are people who have, um, you know, who like to go hiking, bike riding, people who have pugs, people who like to cook, people who like to dance. There's plenty of singles, um, even for um, grown grown singles. So probably any topic that you can think of, there is a meetup for that. And you know what? If you don't find one, start one. Uh, you can be a host um, the most i don't generalize some of them in my experience the ones that I've gone to have been mostly have been free or have a nominal charge um, but anyway meetup.com but specifically for seniors there's an organization called stitch.net not.com.net and that is for people who are 50 or older and it was specifically created for people to help with the, what we started with the beginning of this conversation, is to avoid the isolation that sometimes creeps in when you become older. Now, what was funny to me is when I joined that some time ago, didn't tell them my age, but um, the people who started it were not fifty. Uh, maybe the 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 founder was, but the people who were rest of the community were not. So it was interesting that some kids were starting this group specifically for to help people, um, you know, avoid. Um, isolation and so you can have online, everything's online. So you have this dialogue, but mostly it's about creating events that, you know, and you invite people to, and you just kind of have some socialization and it's a, you know, I've hosted a couple of events, which are fun. And um, the most recent one I did was an ice cream social. That was a virtual ice cream social. And that was actually kind of fun. Um, mm-hmm. I hosted a wine tasting when we were able to still see people. So, you know, check out check that out, stitch.net. Um, but so, either one of those organizations, you can readily find people with similar interests. Uh, and I didn't mention the church because I'm a heathen right now, I don't go to church, but I know that's another good place to meet people. Any th- other thoughts on keeping in touch? No,
1: I just wanted to, it's, it's kind of like a, I'll throw out a rhetorical question. How many of us think about calling somebody
0: mm. and we
1: don't? Mm-hmm. I, so that's probably the biggest footstone throughout because I know it's happened to me and not to be uh you know we always have some little phrase daddy down but i tell you i have called people that i haven't spoken to in a long time and you wish you'd call them sooner because some life event had occurred
0: yeah another
1: reason to reach out and touch people
0: that's true that's true you know so
1: it's not just your isolation but it might be theirs so you know when you're doing good for somebody it do it gets those endorphins going so i think that's another thought with that
0: and you know the other thing keep in touch but also stay busy mm-hmm. um you know taking care of your house and home is one thing you can definitely stay busy taking um, care of your health is another thing Huge- be overrated. <laughs> um well you know as long as the health department isn't here i'm doing good okay i just have to say that's my that's my gold standard it's it's a tidy home and i don't have to call the health department and it's comfortable and it's attractive. so that's the kind of house <laughs> home care I'm talking about
1: yeah. Um.
0: but where was it and so taking care of yourself obviously that's another thing just so keeping busy but those are isolated projects solo projects and we're talking about the multiplicity of it all and I want you to consider maybe tried and true get out and volunteer mm-hmm. uh, helping others as I said does make you feel good be kind to others makes you feel good so go ahead and if you have some spare time um, you know volunteer Find the cause you care about, whether it's an ongoing volunteerism or like a, you know, one-off. I prefer one-offs because there's just so much going on. Got to keep it moving. Take a class. Keep those brain cells moist and grooving and growing. You know, there's always something to learn. And, of course, that helps with your later years. Got to keep those memories intact and keep your brain functioning. And if you got if you do have a specific skill, why not teach a class? Take a class, teach a class, Right? I bet you have something that other people want to know, whether it's in your same age group or not. Whatever. You're you're, you know, get yourself out in the mix. That's what I want. That's what I'm talking about. So, my other thing, my in closing, I want to tell you about stay sharp. Feed your brain. Read, do puzzles. My favorite, favorite, favorite is Lumosity. Um, they have these little brain games. I used to like the, I will tell you and they they give you a score like at the beginning of where you started and then as you you know progress through the different games um you know they show where your score went up so my my problem solving went up and um i don't know if i don't know what my score was but they had some little math games which made it a lot of fun the math games and the um word creation games those were my favorite so check out lumosity.com that was um always a super fun thing for me so but you have to keep that brain going do not sit in front of the tv and just turn into part of the couch Mm, okay so there's too much life going on there's too much life left in you so um make make this a good time fun time with some gal pals right oh you know what i said gal pals what if your bff is a guy i, I, I don't care
1: Where are you to come back to that yeah i don't care
0: you know yeah, yeah, yeah. um like the person who helped me with my garage sale i mean he volunteered so i was not going to turn it down <laughs> hey
1: we got guys uh, being bridesmaids uh, the the person Is that
0: right? I have not heard of that. Yes,
1: that's kind of a Is that is a new it, thing? Why does it have to be a female? So I've seen a couple of those. Oh, uh, it's a guy know. that's the best person.
0: Yeah. It's whomever you connect with. That's right. From yeah. the heart. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm talking about. Your connections from the heart. You need to keep those juices flowing. Right. Romantically is good, but y'all send you also need the other kind. So make sure that you are in touch yeah. for the for the long term because you're going to be here a minute. So don't do it alone. So keep in touch, stay busy and stay sharp. Sure. Anything that I missed there, Sister Dear? No,
1: you covered them all. I support that 100%. I mean, mm-hmm. the things that are written about are these very things, meaning about the isolation of people. And uh, it is more so as you grow older, although it happens to younger people too. so hopefully anybody who's listening to this is a reminder for yourself because sometimes we all need to be reminded I I can stay busy but every now and then I realize don't you don't want to stay busy for the sake of staying busy you really you know you do need that social connection and sometimes you have to push yourself push yourself through and just get out there
0: and put down your electronic devices. We didn't cover that at all, but that has ruined so many relationships and that has caused some of the isolation. Okay. And I did a morning moxie on digital dementia. That's because we rely on our smartphones for to, to do thinking. Mm-hmm. And so there's some deterioration. So you do have to be proactive and keeping the mind working. Mm-hmm. Um, but go ahead and say hi first. Someone is going to be thrilled to meet you. All righty. Well, we are off for another exciting episode next week um now we had a little break in between last week we posted on um you Inc managing your career and so stay tuned make sure you tune in for our next episode which is going to be you Inc. part two so two good um i can't say back to back because we split them up with this little gal pal chat but anyway so just wanted to let you know what's coming down the pipe so you have something to look forward to and if you haven't done so already make sure you subscribe so you don't have to just wait for us to post, just subscribe so you get the notification it comes right to you. Yeah. So thanks so much. We have been thrilled to chat with you today, and we can't wait to talk to you next time. Divas Diamonds and Dollars podcast is brought to you by Pink Passport Society, the women's community of and for lady moguls who are on the move. Become a multipreneur today. Join Pink Passport Society, and we will see you next time. Ciao.